0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Um, this is a great episode you're about to listen to. Um, I, I feel like we got some um, really important um, facts out there, and we explained an awful lot about what's going on with the situation, with the lockdown, and uh, and education, and how we're do- approaching things both as parents and as as a teacher. Um, I get to speak to to, to Carla Wheelan, who's the head of Oak Meadow. School, um, as well as as Carly Salt uh, from uh, Violet James Boutique, who is a, a, a business owner, a parent, and s- someone very much like me, who's having to adapt to this situation that we've all found ourselves in as parents. Um, uh, but the the problem with this episode is, uh, as a guy that takes a lot of pride. in in putting out what I believe to be quality audio. Uh, This time in life at the moment is causing me a hell of a headache when it comes to creating quality audio. Um, remotely, because obviously you know there are certain um, obstacles in the way when you put these things together. Uh, one of which is is your internet connection, um, and spreading that across, like you know, on this occasion, four people, um, it's not ideal always. Uh, we're having to re- resort into using Skype or Hangouts or Zoom or whatever you use, but that's all based on your internet connection, and if it's not spot, if it's not spot on. Uh, which we know, uh, I know a lot of people have been um, struggling with their their bandwidth and and their internet strengths lately. It it can, you know, really affect um, the quality of what you're listening to. Also, as well, um, you know, I like my audio to sound booming and and crisp. Uh, And I I spend a lot of time sort of uh, running through my audio, uh, editing it, snipping it where it needs to be snipped and and giving it boosts where it needs to be boosted boosted. Um, so this audio is, is, is I mean, you need to, I feel like if you persevere and listen to, to what's been said and the conversations that's been had, you, you'll actually learn quite a bit from what we're talking about. Uh, but I, I do apologise for the quality in the audio, uh, but it's out of my hands at the moment. Uh, when things get back to normal, then we'll get back to the the, the crisp, sexy sound in Shrewsbury Biscuit that you're used to. Uh, but please persevere with this episode and let me know uh, any feedback on this um, it's, it's a great topic it's a great subject and it's got it answers a lot of questions that i, I feel are in a lot of uh, parents minds at the moment uh, when it comes to um, to um to distance learning uh, which is uh, something i learned uh, what you know what we're all going through it's not homeschooling not at all it's distance learning and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy this. Um, and if you get to the end, uh, well done. And um, thank you. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to leave you with uh, Alex Whiteley's capable hands. <laughs> and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Alex Whiteley. Um, so we're joined with my co-host, Julie. How's it going, Jules? You okay? Yep, going fine. Thank you, darling. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so we're here today uh, to talk a little bit about um, the, the schools, how the schools are coping, how the parents are coping at, at home with their little ones. It's uh, quite an ordeal. Uh, but before we get into it, I've got a bit of a news about the um, the Wellbeing Festival, which we were going to be a big part of in June. And of course, with everything that's going on at the moment, um, there's been a lot of uh, festivals and events that have been rescheduled. And luckily, they've they've had a, a schedule that isn't too different from what they were had before. So it's the 12th of September, hopefully. Well, with everything. Um, Hopefully things get back to normal by then. But the Wellbeing Festival, uh, 12th of September in, in the quarry. Um, so I'm really glad for them, guys. Thought they'd give them a shout-out. Um, shout-out as well goes to Luke Allen and Alexander Westwood, who were on our show um, last week. Um, Luke Allen being a 15-year-old director, going out there and making things and showing people that young people, they've got it and they can do, um, uh, make things. Um, I was quite proud to speak to him. Um, And also, we've got a a thing that we're doing next week, which is going to be we're doing a quarantine poetry slam. So we're encouraging people to write in things um, um, that are kind of um, relevant to the situation. You know, we're talking about uh, people that are like kind of drug addicts, uh, people that... uh, suffer with mental health issues uh, that are kind of trapped in a, in a building can't get out um if they have any poetry that kind of um is similar to that i mean i wrote one about my my rick onesie because i'm constantly living in my rick sanchez onesie um so that's that's kind of what what that is going to be um okay so joining me today is uh, is carla Wheelan, who is the head teacher at oak meadow thank you for joining us um it's really good to talk Hi. to you it's really good to talk to you
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Oh, it's been really good. How have you guys been coping in the schools then? Because I've been interested about how everybody's get, getting on and how people have adapted to this new situation that we're in.
1: Um, it's It's been mixed emotions really from a school perspective because um, obviously we're very much into having a human connection with the children and... So not having them um, on the playground every day and not having them around the school, it's it's a very different and difficult situation. We've tried to keep in contact um, through social media and online platforms, um, because keeping that link and keeping that relationship is is very much our focus at the moment. Um, I wanted to just um, highlight really that a lot of people have been using the term homeschooling. Okay. Um, and I'm really, I'm really keen to reassure parents, uh, particularly at Oak Meadow, but all parents out there really that it's distance learning. It's not homeschooling. Homeschooling is where a parent would choose to take their child out of school and they would be planning for it and they would be doing particular learning strategies and and techniques. This is distance learning. This is us throwing uh, out stuff to parents to try and get by and do while recognizing that they are also, you know, probably working at home and having lots of things to do at home as well. So, you know, I think I think that term that term needs to change out yeah. there in the media. Really, it's it's distance learning.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important that we we do actually find the the right terms for these things because I guess with homeschooling, there's got to be a structure in place, right? There's got to be a structure. There's got to be it's a lot more um, detailed than what we're having to do yeah. at the moment. I, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, if you homeschool, you're choosing to take your child out of an education establishment and you're choosing Mm. to then put that routine and that structure back into your home and have some sort of program around it. This is distance learning. You're, you know, Mm. we're expecting parents to pick up stuff that we're sending out and just try and, and help them to um, revise, recall, and just recap on some stuff. Really, at the moment, um, because you know we are trained to do what we do, and we wouldn't expect a parent to try and do that. Mm. Um, the most important thing, I think, you mentioned just a moment ago about mental health. I think the most important part, for from my perspective, is that you know um, it's the time for opportunity to reflect, really about what our values are and and to and reconnect really with things that are really important and it's lovely to see the pictures that the children are sending in because they, they're going out in their gardens um, and they're, they're doing things with their parents and they're reconnecting relationships that maybe that maybe for a while we haven't had because we've been all too busy mm-hmm. um, and it's certainly from my point of view been a time where I've really just tried to stop and be still yeah. Um, and, uh, and try to regain that relationship and that human connection that I think, you know, for a long, long time, things had, had changed for me. I've been working really hard. I've been on my computer. I've been online. I've been, you know, I get home and my daughter's on social media and my husband's on social media. Um, and, and the actual talking and connection had, had perhaps faded out too much. And so this is an opportunity, I think, to sort of reconnect that and to, to get back to what's really important in life.
2: That's a very, very, very good point. Yeah,
0: I mean, Timmy got upset, my little boy's five. Um, He got upset yesterday uh, because he was talking about his friends and how he's really missing his friends. Um, I mean... What on earth's that? God, I
2: know exactly what that is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to... Hold on, I'm going to have to move to a different part of the house. Gary's drilling in the garage. I didn't realise it would... But... Oh, my God. It's also it. a time to get those things done that you never get round to. <laughs> yeah, clearly. He's rewiring some bits. Right, I'm going to just move.
0: We're going to go look at Julie's house now. Oh, I like that. That's nice. It's <laughs> yeah. going upstairs. Kill Bill. I've watched that the other day. I've been doing the Quentin Quarantino. You know i <laughs>
2: right okay i've come up to the bedroom <laughs> That's
0: hilarious sorry about that <laughs> uh, <laughs> um i mean we were talking about my little boy getting a bit upset because he's not seeing his friends much at the moment um what would you say to um to kids that are, are at home at the moment that can't do the socializing that they're used to doing how would you encourage that <sighs>
1: I think it's really an important time to um, connect with your family and have communication within your family at this this time. And I think at the moment the children were excited. Some of them thought it was a long holiday and others were confused about why they were not coming back into school. And I think we need to understand at this time that they're going to need to feel safe, really. And the main people that can do that are their families and schools. The two, the two work together, really. Um, and they haven't got schoolmen apart from that online connection. So the most important thing, I think, at home is is to be connecting with your family, um, keep them in touch with, with you know, perhaps um, – I know a lot of the parents have got WhatsApp groups and different things going yes, on. Yes, yes. Um, that they communicate about school stuff. Um, And, you know, that's a great way that you could perhaps get your children involved in conversations and just keeping in touch with their best friends. I I actually know some of my parents have already done that because I've had little messages on Seesaw to say that, you know, they've been talking to their best friends through WhatsApp and things. So I think just keeping that connection and saying hi and making sure that they know that everybody's okay and everybody's safe and, and that everybody's feeling all right and that, you know, that nobody is in great danger if we just do what we're supposed to be doing and staying in our homes, really.
0: Uh, Um, What we found quite rewarding is um, teaching my little boy how the, um, the post system works. So we would, he's got a friend, his, his friend Imogen in school, and he goes and he posts a letter to her and she posts one back. And the, the joy of him getting a letter off someone, a, a friend from school. And yes, we, we have had the, uh, the the groups on WhatsApp and they've all been chatting and showing pictures and videos of them dancing and doing great things. Um, the, the, the parents of Colum have been absolutely fantastic for that. Um, so also on the line, we've, we've got we've got Carly. Um, Carly, how are you coping at the moment with the um, distance learning?
3: Um, better than I was a couple of weeks ago.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will admit. <laughs>
0: was it hard to adapt?
3: Um, yeah, I, um, I, I will admit I, I'm not the most maternal parent in the whole wide world. Um, I am a business um, woman, and I always have been, and um, so when the announcement came through, I was actually at the salon, I've got a a salon in in the village, and um, that the the, the schools were going to be closing, and I went into absolute meltdown. Thankfully, one of the, your lovely TAs, um, Mrs. Echo, was in that evening having her nails done and put me at ease. And I did actually send her a message, actually, a couple of days later when I'd managed to get my head sorted and thanked her for um, for helping me out there because I was in a mess. Like, I can't do What am I going to do with these two? They're five. Well, Finn turned six yesterday um, and seven. And they, you know, too much time together. They do fight. And it. I, that, that has been my hardest bit right now, is they are constantly fighting. Um, oh. um, but today, actually, they've been good as gold. So they both woke up in a good mood today. So I'm happy. <laughs> um, but after that kind of schooling um, part of it, I was like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I I, I just went into complete meltdown, basically missed the whole week, the first week on our seesaw um, class, because I got confused, being a probe and thought it was just a normal seesaw app, Um, and like, I don't understand all this, so I just got my math out that we got with these, like, little log pens, I made a shop and gave them a pound a day, and they had to work out their change um what else did we do oh then of course we were in the middle of decorating their bedroom so they learned how to paint and decorate um (laughs) um, so a little bit kind of different from normal schooling but I tried to you know involve them and teach them what I could with what I knew then got my head sorted and spoke to the teachers through the right class app and got with all of um, Mrs Taylor's uh, videos that she's been doing which are fantastic, now I understand it all and I'm all okay
0: <laughs> it, so- it sounds to me like you've, you've, you've gone through the same sort of process that I've been through and a lot of parents as well is the first week or two the the novelty was great i mean like there was a uh, pe with joe on youtube um, there was yeah. Kat Merrick doing a yoga on facebook that every all the kids were like yes let's do this uh, we're at home we can do this and then after week two it's kind of uh, timmy's like is that outright refusing to do worksheets and stuff and i'm like i'm gonna ring your oh, teacher really? yeah I, I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> you're not doing your work like you know uh,
3: i did i did have to make a schedule because i'm very planned and organized and I think that was one of the hardest points for me in my work life is that I couldn't then be in control. Now, me and my salon, I book all of my clients in for the whole of the year. So they're all booked until the end of December. And I also teach um, Nails and Beauty as well. And so, you know, everything just in my head wasn't adding up and I couldn't seem to process what on earth was going to happen. And so tied all in together, I did have a, mel- a meltdown, and I cried for like three days. And I'm oh, sure a lot, a lot of people are in the same situation. And do you know what? I've made it my thing now that I've got myself through this to be in touch with people. Like you know, Facebook is is, is it's annoying at times, but it's quite good for, in situations like this. And you know, I'm seeing like a certain mum that comes to the dad's and she can't see him so I message her and I text she's okay and then you know another mum will be like I'm having a meltdown today and then I'll message them and check that they're okay because I think in my time of need I had a lot of people contact me through WhatsApp and um, we've got a WhatsApp year one, uh, sorry year two group chat with all the, with all the parents and um, you know it was so lovely and heartwarming to have all these people actually that you could just go oh my god it's my day to have a meltdown today <laughs> and then everyone so lovely um and um and so i think because people helped me um through i i really want to give back try and help them as well and it's been my little boy's birthday and i had an absolute meltdown about that because everything got cancelled he was like oh why is my path being cancelled and all this um but things come come good in the end and people have sent him videos and cards uh, they've just popped them on the, on the porch and you know, it's just, it's just all, it's all
2: getting a bit more in my head now. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's Is I'm your sure. school open for key workers? Are, are you having children in at all? Or
1: yes, we are. Yeah, we we um, have been open. Well, we haven't really shut in that sense. We've we've been open since um, day one with that, with key workers, families yeah. that families um, that you know are, are still having to go out and and do their different bits and pieces. So, and that's all through Easter and during the bank
2: holidays as well. Oh, okay. So it's it's as if they're not having their half term no we've yeah. we've managed to sort of rotate out with the teachers and the tas.
1: that means that um you know people are getting quite a lot of time out anyway. so so we all decided as a collective staff that we wanted to stay open during Easter. Um, you know the, the virus doesn't stop. does it over Easter um, No. People are still needing to go to work. And um, we felt it was our, our sort of moral duty really to stay open. And um, a few schools have decided to close over Easter and over bank holiday. Um, that's their choice. Um, I just felt that it was a really important time to show our support for the community. You know, we're, you know schools are supposed to be the centre of those and the hub of those. And, you know, um, whatever we can do, really. We, we put letters out to all of our children last week. Um, I sent them a letter in the post I love what you said about the post because I think um, mm. you know that they're, they're, they're not in connection with things like that um, today's children they don't understand the sort of royal mail post and yeah, uh, yeah. so I, I wrote postcards and letters to all the children um, in the first week to send out this week so as that they could they receive the something in the day. post oh, oh, r- oh brilliant
3: they, they absolutely yeah. love them and they love seeing your videos that you do as well on Twitter and stuff
1: yeah, it's just it's just, you know, I've had so many lovely emails off parents to say, you know, it's really lovely to, to see uh, my ugly mug up on Twitter. And, um, <laughs> you know, and, and I think it's been a, for me a time to realise that um, sometimes in my job, um, you can feel like everybody's against you. Everybody sort of wants to argue with you. You get the negatives <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah. And if anything positive can come out of this very deep, dark situation is, I think that um it's made me realize that actually ninety eight percent of the community are really supportive to the school, and I do get those emails of negativity um we don't necessarily say enough of the positive things. And so I'm going to the shops now and I'm smiling and I'm saying thank you to everybody. I'm I'm greeting people um, and I'm making sure that I'm letting people know when I really appreciate them because it made me realise that actually, I you know, I, I don't do that enough myself. And I think as a nation, we don't do that enough. And I think I'm going to go back when we do get the children back in. Some of my key assemblies are going to be about, you know, making sure that, when we've got things that are negative to say, they do need to be said, and we do need that feedback. But it's also also really important to write into people and to say to people when they're doing a good job too. Yeah, um,
0: yeah like- amen, sister, amen. I think we need a lot of we need a lot of that because. Um, I think we're we I mean, as a nation, as far as the press is concerned, like uh, oh. as, it's all negative, negative, negative. That's all we yeah. see, and it seems to be on social media. All we're doing is whining about the people queuing up at ASDA, the people buying the, the toilet rolls, and yeah. the, <clears throat> the people at partying. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So th- I
1: think you know, I, I I'm feeling very strong and passionate about that at the moment. Um, I had a bit of a rant actually on um, on linked this morning with somebody, um, because um. From my point of view, the media has been very irresponsible at this moment in time. I think that it's sharing um, fake news. It's sharing Mm -hmm. information that's incorrect. It's making parents feel even more stressed and anxious um, and and lots of people more stressed and anxious. Naturally, you know, no schools won't be coming back after Easter. You know, we will still be in lockdown. Um, we will come back when we are safe um, because that's the key word in this it has to be safe not only for the children but for the community it's not just about children at school it's about the staff and it's also about the parents Mm -hmm. and the community needs to be safe and so it may well be that children don't Get it as much or get it as hard, um, but they still have parents bringing them into school every day. And so, to play out in the media at the moment that schools might be coming back after Easter, I think it's just oh, really man. irresponsible. Do you, I don't know why I think they're
0: doing it. I, I, People I, I need do. to
1: use the right channels.
0: I, I think the press, they, they use that language and they use that behavior to, to literally just to make money. And so I think the sun is down by somewhere like 60 percent or something like that. I think that's, that's not an exact figure, probably fake news, but they are down in sales. Um, so they use that yeah. to try and make money to sell papers, which is very irresponsible. I
1: mean, it's quite it's quite ridiculous, actually. I mean, I, I wonder if any of these journalists have actually ever been into a school because, you know, we're dealing with snot. We're dealing with blood. We're dealing with tears. We're dealing yeah. with sweat. We're dealing with children that lick glue sticks, you know. Um, you know, telling yeah. Jimmy not to not to, um, you know, bite on his jumper. Telling not George not to lick yeah. the window, you know, those sorts of things. <laughs> social distancing is is not something that particularly is you know um something that we're going to be able to implement really effectively and I wonder if some of these journalists have ever actually had to deal with like somebody getting their you know trouser legs stuck in their trousers because they forgot to take their shoes off during PE you know social t- two <laughs> meters trying to instruct yeah. a child to take their trousers off effectively <laughs> is, isn't going to work so yeah. You know, I think they need to perhaps talk to people that are actually at a school um, on how social distancing can work, but only when we're at a point when we can start to think about that properly.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's that reflects on, on sort of the, the local press as well? Uh, have you been seeing a lot of that with the, the star and things like that, for example?
1: Yeah, I think, I I mean, it's mainly what I've seen is a national press, to be honest. I think the local press have tried to keep local stories and and actually been a bit more positive and supportive. But definitely the national press, you know, they they do need to get a grip, really.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think some of the pictures that they put out um, are creative use of camera angles where they will put pictures out. And a friend of mine is a photographer and, and had actually put some pictures up showing people out walking in a in a field there's people he knows his area and he he said they are well away from each other but I'm going to take a picture and show you how easy it is yeah. to make, make it look like right they're next to each other um, yeah and it is it's just by the use of camera angles and so there's a lot of that which I think is feeding and you know this whole you know social media is is good for some things absolutely but it's winding too many people up at the moment yeah. and I think people that are lucky that have got houses that have got gardens or even a bit yeah. of a balcony probably aren't taking into account people that are in apartments and flats. Yeah, I feel for them. Right? And, yeah. and nowhere to go except out in that little communal area where everybody else in that set of yeah. apartments and flats stops yeah, yeah. So that's very so much
0: yeah. uh, very oh, much yeah. our, our living yeah. situation. Yeah. Go on, sorry.
3: Uh, sorry, no. We're we're so lucky because we've got a good garden, and and the kids can literally like cycle round and round the house, and they've got like a um, climbing frame thing and things like that. And and where we are lucky in that sense, and I do feel for the people that haven't got that right now, stuck actually stuck indoors. It must be it must be really really hard. Yeah. Um, and we're in a little cul-de-sac, and um, we've got um, elderly neighbours. They're all elderly in the street, and um, they all stand back on their little doorsteps, and our two will go up and down like crazy on their bikes and give them a bit of entertainment at the same time <laughs> they need any and um, and it's really caring actually Erin specifically um put it um you know she's like oh mummy, do they need checking on do we need to ask if they need anything from the shop and, and you know it's making them actually realize and, and this is what I'm I, sorry I thought of this from what we were just talking about I try not to read too much into the social media type stuff if I can help it because I just some of it I think wow um, but I'm trying to concentrate on making the kids understand that, that everything is going to be okay. And Erin mm-hmm. does get a little bit sometimes, and she's like, Mummy, Mommy, what's going to happen if you get it? And I'm like, like
2: <laughs> oh. let, let,
3: let, You know, it'll be fine. And, and then I'll change the subject. And like one of the little ideas from down the road was like, The kids to make her a rainbow to put her up in, in her window. And so we're going to paint that this afternoon. Um, and um, it's just positivity and help people out. And it's nice to see the kids are actually learning from that so as much as mm. i might not be able to teach them stuff that needs to be taught like you know in a school environment i'm trying to teach them to uh, think about things in, a, in another perspective and learn things of the world
0: and this, is yeah. that's an interesting point actually um like carla how how sort of honest do we need to be with the children uh,
1: um I, th- I think it's a time where um restricted honesty is probably what I would say in the sense of I'm I'm a strong believer on being honest with children, but being honest to what they can comprehend and understand are two different things. And I think that you know um, we have to be clear with the children that this is a very serious situation. And that but if we follow the rules and we stay inside um, and stay in our households and we don't um, break the rules that we've been given by the government then um, most of us will come out of this, 99% of us will come out of this absolutely fine. Yeah. But we've got to respect. And I think this is a real, um, again, a teaching for authority. This is a real time now to teach children that it's important to follow rules. And yeah. actually, we've been given rules by real um, scientific knowledge and yeah. understanding. People that have been um, exploring these types of diseases and viral pandemics for years these are really you know clever knowledgeable people and they are telling us this is what we need to do to stay safe and so this is not a time for us to you know start making our own rules and to speculate on things this is a time where we have to be honest and, and take account for ourselves now be responsible follow those rules and follow what being told to do um we've already seen by the fact that boris johnson you know is um not very well at the moment it's it doesn't discriminate it's it's for us all and we have to be responsible for this and you know we do a lot of that with with the children we teach them about values at at oak meadow and it's part of our core really at the school. And we teach them a lot about making sure that you you don't always have to agree with people and you don't always um, have to take on everybody's viewpoint. But you do have to be respectful and you do have to be kind. And this is a real time for respect. This is a real time to respect the um, knowledgeable, intellectual people that are Mm. trying to help keep us all safe. And I think that's the message I'd be sending to children. That's the message I would like the parents to be sharing with their children. And to keep reassuring them that, you know, we are safe and we're all okay and it's going to get back to being normal life at some point. But there is a big argument and discussion at the moment going on about what is normal and actually whether we should get back to being normal. Because
0: what is up? Was what is actually yeah. <laughs> as good
1: as it could be?
0: Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: I'm quite enjoying actually the time actually because uh, I work full time and I work and I work and I work because I own my businesses and, and so I don't stop at work. I carry on working when I get home. And this has actually made me really realise that actually I really need to spend some more time with these two little people. Um, and and it, uh, if it has done one thing, that that, that is a massive positive that's going to come out of this. Um, and going back yeah. to the science science thing we were just talking about a minute ago finn loves science um, and he had some science little toys yesterday for the day, and actually we were talking about scientists like you were just saying um, and he was like oh right so this has all come from
1: scientists and i'm like yes hey and he was like okay then <laughs> so
3: <it's
0: Aww>.
1: <laughs> Get it right. i think it's really important as well carly i mean i love the fact that you said about stopping and and um, you know reflecting and being still and i'm really learning my i'm really trying very hard to to learn how to be still and to actually I sat in the garden the other day and I listened to the birds and I don't remember mm. the last time that I actually ever did that and it was yeah. lovely to actually just take in listening to the nature around me and I just thought do you know what we, we we it sounds very corny but we actually do there. live in a wonderful world and yeah. um and actually this is a moment that I think we've been given to really respect and and to honor that yeah, uh, and from that, I don't want to go back to my normal life. Actually, I, I want to I know, I think so. learn from it.
0: Yes, yes, and you I know what? Like
2: that, I mean, that's
0: <laughs> go on, Jill. Sorry, no, go on.
2: No, I was, I was going to say it's it's interesting because there's a lot of people that've been saying about you know, particularly because now we the weather has turned in our favour, oh, which I know yes. is creating some other problems. Um, but that sitting out and just listening, and because there is yeah. well, there's no planes going over that's for sure um and you know we live sort of behind the RAF base and you know even the helicopters going over backwards before Z, that's completely stopped at the moment but it's it's just listening because you can because you can actually hear as Mm. well now Uh, after the kids are in bed maybe well yeah (laughs) Yeah. But, but that's probably a good thing to get them out in the garden and just you know, that, that could be something I haven't got kids, but I know it's something that I've done before with my nieces and nephews is just lay down, mm. close your eyes, listen, and let's all just listen and count with our fingers how many, how many different animals or creatures yeah. we can hear, and let's do this for about five or ten minutes, and then when we, when we stop being silent, let's talk about what we heard.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: And everyone gets that real downtime of 10 minutes of just listening with your eyes closed. And then you can even do the, if it gets cloudy a bit, open your eyes, look up, and then try and spot. Imagine things in the clouds, you know. We
1: can always create a picture out of a flat pile. I sent out a video to our little ladybirds in nursery um, last week to do just that. Um, I asked them to go out into their garden and to try and listen and try and recognise some of the things that they could hear. And I had some lovely messages back on Seesaw um, telling me all the things that they could hear when they went out into the garden. Um, and what they thought they were, um, which was quite entertaining. But it is—it's a lovely—it's a lovely moment to just, you know, to do that. And, but also, what I've been saying to the children is to um, go onto YouTube and use some of the meditation um, videos yeah. that are on there.
0: I've got to say, like one of the things I, I'd written down was um, actually how lucky I feel to be a key worker because just the drive to and from work. I mean, I spend half my week working and half my week back at home. And the the days when I'm at home, I'm literally bouncing around this apartment. I, I'm such a busy guy normally. I'm I'm usually out and about meeting people in the studio. Julie will tell you, I'm one of the busiest guys you'll yeah. ever meet. I'm constantly out. And so, like, when I'm in this apartment, I'm going, I'm going off my mind, right? So the drive to and from work for me now is beautiful like in the mornings I've got pearl jam blasting through the car the windows open I'm going through the country <laughs> lanes on the way home and I'm just loving life so it, it has slowed us down it has made us appreciate the smaller things in life that mm. you take for granted more often yeah. um, uh, uh, what, what you were talking about schools communicating with parents what what what, what would you suggest uh, for parents in ways of getting in touch with the school in just a general manner rather than going you know crazy or
1: most most schools have got systems set up i mean we've got seesaw which all of our teachers are connected with each of the um, children at home with um most most schools have got things like twitter and facebook and um you you can message through those um i've always had my head email on my web site for Oak Meadow. Um not everybody does that, some just use an admin one, but um I like the parents to know that they can connect with me directly and not have to go through an admin team. So I've got head at Oak Meadow um on the website and a few a few parents have been emailing me asking me some questions and um, asking for some advice and I'm more than happy for for them to do that you know and I think it's just working as a team together and supporting each other um and from my point of view I'm I really can't wait for the day when the children run back on the playground and I see their faces again because it has been a real emotional time but we are planning something for next week that I think the children will really like it's going to go out on Facebook um just a little something to let them see our faces and to reconnect and say hi with them but I'm not going to say any more than that
0: fine. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> on, on, on a more serious matter um we, 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 a lot of people talk about kids falling behind because of this um Mm. what would you say about i mean like there's two parts to this question one is kids falling behind and how do we stop that and the other part is the sats what are you guys doing about the exams things like that
1: okay okay what are they falling behind in?
0: well this is what this is what i want to discuss is i want i wanted want to kind of clear up the facts that that, you,
1: that would be that that would be my question really um you know We can catch up with the academic learning um, over a period of time. I've got no worries in regard to that at all. Um, We've got lots of strategies and interventions and systems in place in school that in terms of their academic learning, their subject based learning, um, you know, we will be able to retrace that, recall that and get that back into the system ASAP. And actually, I think. The people that question that need to have a look at what could they be learning that's bigger and wider than those things. And that's about life skills. And that's like, there is nothing better than to be kitting the children up with the skills like resilience and positivity, being kind, looking out and actually asking them, you know, after this, what can we all give back? Um, Because I know myself that um, I I take from this world, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, you know, I go I go to work, I earn my money, I like to go on my holidays. I think about me, I think about my family in, in quite a selfish way sometimes. So for me, um, I'm thinking less like that now and thinking about being more selfless when I get back into the swing of things again. And what can I give back to people? What can I do for people? And I think teaching children those skills at this time is, is, is crucial. And that's what I would say is the most important thing because the academic stuff, don't worry about that, parents. We've got that. We're skilled. We're, we're trained. We've got lots of things in place. We can handle that. The SATs, they had no value to me anyway. <laughs> you, as parents, probably rate those more highly than anybody else because, unfortunately again we go back to the media they place us in a league table because of those Mm. and so parents look at that league table and they they judge the school based on those on those results what we've got to remember is it's a 45 minute test of a child's life in school which is completely in my view wrong and so Mm. we don't we don't plan towards the SATS at all in year 6 we teach the children in year 6 and then towards the test we will teach them how it is to sit a test because actually sitting a test is different from from learning oh. and we do some work around that because i mainly because i don't want the children to be anxious about doing them not because i want to try and get the best results for them um i w- i don't want them to be anxious about doing them but What I value is my parents saying to me that their child has left at the end of year six confident and able to go to the next stage in the journey in secondary school, feeling confident and feeling good about learning, but also most importantly, with a love of learning. And if parents are saying that to me then that outweighs from any sats and any test and any numerical thing that you can have on a piece of paper from my point of view
0: I really like that I really like that because I did did see someone posting it It was something on Facebook I'm not I'm not one of these guys that learn things off Facebook by the way but I just liked it it was something about um, you know going back to what you're saying about kids uh, learning to care more and being a bit more affectionate and, and, and spending more time with the families. And like we just discussed, slowing down and, and taking, mm. you know, that is actually going to help them
3: yeah.
0: more than um more than mm-hmm. if they were at school and being yeah. attached to the rat after, race and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
3: After uh, after the first week of me trying to, like, work by this massive schedule that I decided to write out because I needed a plan in my life, I've now come to the realisation that, do you know what, we're just going to sit first thing in the morning and just do one little thing off the seesaw class um, and then carry on our day and try and include things like my husband doesn't cook in um, and he'll cook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lucky. Um, he will do it with the children. He'll get them involved and get them, you know. So, so I like the fact that they're learning things like that as well. Like this afternoon, I've just been contacted by Bluebird Care on the village and they need some... Um, uh plastic aprons so we're going to go on our exercise this afternoon we're going to bike past my salon and Erin is very very up for looking to see if we can find them some aprons and dropping them off um so that they've got more protective uh, equipment against what they need right now as well and she's all for that and it's so lovely to sit there she's really excited to be
1: going out and help so difficult for me not to have physical to have that with, but, but like I'm a very tactile person. Yes yeah and and I'm a very cuddly person and when I see my friends um you know I always give them a hug and I've dropped things off at my sort of friends doors and and we've had to sort of step back and I've had to wave and it's been so hard to not have that physical connection and I think one of the things I will be talking with the children when we come back to school about is you know the importance of that appropriate because obviously it's school and we have to be appropriate with that but appropriate physical contact and that a bit that emotional intellectual connection that we need to have with people um, and and trying to um, use body language um, in a way to communicate as well and making children more aware of that because I've become more aware of that as as we've been in this situation for sure and I think it's a really important skill as well to be able to communicate not just verbally but in a, in different ways with yourself
0: Mm. i never Mm. thought we'd live in a time where spock's live long and prosper would be with the best way to to communicate with someone (laughs) you know (laughs) it's a great way of
2: do you guys i mean i don't know if you get the children involved because i I don't know if it's i you know i don't know what people do with their children in terms of like bedtime hours and that but certainly on a thursday night do you get them involved at eight o'clock yeah yeah yeah, yeah we
3: do excellent. we do they loved yeah. it absolutely loved it um so that was really lovely we're, we're a little bit on the outside of the village where we are so we couldn't hear that many clapping but i can imagine what it's like
1: right deep in the middle of the village yeah. um but you could hear a few people and, and they, they loved it yeah yeah, yeah.
0: wasn't so much uh, it's been
1: lovely to hear that i, I was quite emotional the first night that we did it yes I thought it's, uh, it's, you know, a real sense of community, isn't it? And, um, you know, and I remember many, many years ago, my nan used to talk to me about um, they used to live in aqueduct in a little village in aqueduct. And um, they used to leave their doors open and, and there used to be a real proper community. And she used to talk about it all the time. And uh, when when I first heard the sort of clapping and the and the banging around around the village that I live in, um, it gave me that sense again of it.'s um, it's going back to that community spirit that that was there all those years bit, ago yeah. in, in yeah. the wartime. And yeah. I think it's really actually quite, I hate to say it, but it's actually quite nice. I know that's yeah, quite yeah. a strange term in in this in this time, but it's actually quite nice that the children are experiencing that again.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah i mean like Definitely. i think it's i think it's okay to say that um that you appreciate certain things about what's going on right now because you know you do walk around and the streets are empty that the streets are clean as well there's no litter anywhere cause yeah. there's nobody about there are certain mm. things about this that people are starting to appreciate you know the air's clearer people are seeing the the stars a lot easier because there's not so much you know crap in the air or whatever you know there there yeah. are certain things about this that i think People are benefiting from, you know, mm. um, and the sense of families definitely come back in, in certain regards. I mean, every time I come in from work, like more than usual, Timmy, my boy, is so happy to see me, you know, and I, I just really appreciate that. I mean, um, when things go back to normal, um, what would you say about how how we do things, uh, especially when it comes to kids in school? Um, Do we just throw the kids into it or are we going to have to ease them into it, you know, kind of wean them back into school?
1: I think that once it's safe to come back to school um, and we know that we don't have to worry. Overly about the social distancing because what we have to remember is, is the minute they get on that playground and see each other, yeah. they are going yeah. to be running towards each other. They are yeah. going to be hugging, crying, screaming, and just to having a jolly old time. So you know, it has to be safe from a social distancing point of view. But I think one of the things we all do is to try and get the routine back and to try and get um, that stability back because actually school is a very stable environment for children. Yeah. Um, and getting back to you know understanding the way that we work and the rules that we have to. Uh, adhere to at school and then um to really plan a massive community party because yeah. um i promised the children um, and i keep to my promises i promised the children that we would have a big party um at the end of all of this and so um that's going to be one of my main focuses when we get back is is making sure we have a big community party that's open to everybody um and um, that that wants to come along and lots of exciting things going on lots of bands and lots of music and yeah. lots of fun and just reestablish that sense of, of pride in the community and that positivity and, and just giving back some love, really. I think um, it's taught me that um, I need to appreciate more and I need to remember that... Um, Everybody needs to give, and, and yeah. so that's what we're going to give as a school back to the community. Yeah, great.
3: It's, it idea.
0: is. It is going to be a, a nice to kind of embrace people. Not, I mean, for example, I saw Pete White. Pete White is uh, from Web Orchard. He's our sponsor. He makes our website. I saw him in um, in Aldi. And um, we had this funny embrace. I went. I like to give people a hearty high five, and you know that. Uh, and I went to embrace him, and we were like, "Whoa!" Like you know. <laughs> it was, you know so it's been nice to be able to be just like, yeah, uh, uh, casually, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's a strange situation we're living in. Um, but what you it's were strange. saying, about the 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 community party, um, is is a great idea because we've had um, a, quite a turbulent. Um, run of things over the last, you know. So we've had Brexit, and then we've had the the election, and we saw the the, the uh, everybody get divided more and more again. So it's actually, uh, um, it's um, brilliant to see that the communities are all coming together. You know, um, that's yeah. it's been beautiful me to, for me to see.
2: Yeah, I think particularly as well. You know, we we are obviously uh, we know about the community spirit as well, particularly for Shrewsbury because of you know all of the floods that everyone was sorry uh, yeah. you know we've had yeah. that we've only just come out of the floods and there are still businesses that are still reeling from that and being affected by that and then this has been thrown in on top of it um and you know i think i saw something the other day that uh shropshire i think shropshire or is the town council are going to do something about supporting businesses as well in okay. the town about getting that you know trying to
3: Look, it, it literally just literally rolled from that straight into this, didn't it? Um, exactly. And I I, think I did a, I did a big, uh, a, not big, sorry, a video and put it online about trying to get people to um, shop down in, like specifically yeah. like Cobham and in the yeah. town and stuff after all the floods that happened to try and put money back into those little shops, and yeah. that's what we were going to do. And the kids had been saving their pennies and said, right, we're going to go spend all our pennies. Down. We we were going go uh, to go Cobham to start um and yeah, and then it, it just filed into this and we still haven't
1: done that yet and those little businesses must be shrugging really badly
2: yeah
1: i can tell you that for certain sure my hairdresser my nail technician um my beautician for my facials will be rolling in it the minute i can get any of those done because <laughs> i am just <laughs> is nice it's killing me not... i've had i've got no nails now carly yeah. um i've got my roots coming through um <laughs> my, my, oh my face is a mess it's just oh yeah I can't wait to stop pumping my money back into those
2: I think and I think that's yeah. the good thing isn't it is that it is you know where businesses are having to shut down at the moment and you know you know like like you say Carly yourself you've got your own business you've got your staff to consider you've got your customers that you I know what you're like with your planning. You your plan so far in advance then then you're thrust at home and it's but I think it is that you know the, the the light at the end of the tunnel for businesses like yourselves is people will be flocking to you in your droves. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's like you know yeah, there'll be it's like now isn't it people trying to get delivery slots? Mm-hmm. Oh you know, yeah, the, the whole change around of the dynamics of you know people that have had to give up businesses but go and do something different.
3: Yeah, um, so if I have the kid, then possibly that would have been an option for me to go yeah. and do that. Um, yeah. And, then, and I, you know, think,
2: they're in, I can't I can't really leave them to No rest. and I think that's the thing is you've got parents you know parents now that are, are having the opportunity to to be at home with their children and, and do different things with them um, you know individuals now that can think right okay well I'm on furlough or actually you know worse than that I'm self-employed so I've got nothing to do and I need to earn something now um, and yeah people are going from you know what somebody could be a could have been a sales executive, and suddenly, now delivery driver for one of the
0: supermarket chains. I mean, I mean, look yeah. at look but at, at look at and the show. Become a key worker. Look at the podcast. Yeah. I mean the, the podcast was about to go boom. We we, we had live events. Yeah. We we we've been getting sponsors in, and we were doing so well, and then everything just kind of stopped. and it, it affected everybody. Everybody throughout the whole yeah. the whole world, you know, but there are people that are being positive. I yeah. mean, if if nobody follows them, um, I I suggest you go to Bloom, uh, which is Bloom Studios in 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 yeah. Colum. Uh, Kerry at uh, Bloom is actually doing some like activities that you can do with social media and online. And there's lots of people doing these initiatives uh, where you know people can be busy and do things, take part as a community, but online, you know, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah.
3: The other day I, I felt like I wanted to give back again and um, obviously I do nail, nails and beauty so what I did was I created two online uh, nail art courses and I based one around blue and white for the NHS, I based one around rainbows um, and then I put them both out in private groups on Facebook and then invited people to basically pay a £10 donation, to crowdfunding um, that's been put up for the NHS and PPE because um, that's where I felt really strongly about at the moment and so I wanted people to donate to that, send me a screenshot of their payment and then I add them to this group so basically they're getting a group course that would be worth like £40 for their £10 donation to the NHS PP. Really Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Everybody doing your little bit, everyone
1: doing a little
3: bit just all sort of help. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I
0: tell you, I won't be running to no beautician or nail therapist when I when I get <laughs> out of here. I cut my own hair today. I mean, I, I'm very self-sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember,
3: I'm not sure whether Martin and Finn are going to really want me to hack their
0: hair. I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have seen some great he- self hair cutting clips. Yeah, there's a lot of Moeacans. Finn hasn't yeah. at yet, but I don't yeah. think.
1: I think I'm going to have to be a bit relaxed with the rules when we get back to school. Maybe I, I might have some pink and blue hairs
0: coming in. But hey <laughs> <no>. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. God. Julie, have you got anything to add before we go? Have you got any questions that are burning inside?
2: Uh, get it out. No, I, I, you know, as I say, I don't have kids, but I was really conscious about seeing... You know, and obviously, you know, the village we are, again, is quite small. So, there's a, you know, there's a lot of young children that are sort of wandering around with their parents walking. But, and it you know, it is a village where a lot of parents obviously do go to work. And the little village school um, did have to close. And I don't think they've reopened. And a little local nursery that was based out of the village hall, they lost their funding completely and have shut permanently. Oh. Um, I know. So... I, I just thought, you know, this is, everything's gone topsy-turvy, and that's when I said to Al about, you know, why don't we get some people on that can give us these different perspectives of, you know, a parent thrust into the scenario of now having to pick up distance learning topics, um, and, you know, the school's perspective on actually, and that's really good, Carla, that you've said about, you know, that pressure off of parents for the whole academic side of it yeah definitely I mean that's I think that's a really good shout because if you guys yeah pick up on it and let the parents focus on those other life skill things absolutely just I think all parents the the key
1: thing I you know as I said at the very beginning it's distance learning you're not homeschooling Yeah. and so those are different things and you know if you're getting pressured and stressed about it that's really not going to help your home environment at the moment so you know and, and the catch up Leave it, leave it to us. We'll, we'll be fine. Yeah,
3: yeah. To begin with, I was stressing about it, thinking I've got to do this, I've got to do this. But you know, everything I've sent, you know, Mrs. Kirby and yourself. You know, uh, and, and, and Miss um, and Davis have all been like, listen, don't panic. Don't worry. It's OK. You don't have to. You know, and yeah. I've been reassured and reassured. Yeah.
0: You guys have been great. You guys have been really good. I've really enjoyed, like, like Julie said, getting the two perspectives of things. Um, um, Carly, do you want to give uh, your business a shout out, let people know kind of who you are and uh, just for when for when things get back to normal?
3: Um, so our salon, um, I have it with my mum, is Violet James Boutique in Basin Hill um, on Broad Oak Crescent. And we do hair and nails and beauty. Um, and then I also do teaching um, as well, uh, teaching of nails and beauty, uh, which I do based at the salon there. So um, it would be great to um, obviously have everyone support once we're back open, uh, the other side of things. And um Do you yeah. say
0: you were saying people were buying vouchers off you and stuff as well, weren't you? That's quite
3: Yes, they were. Yeah, they have been really supportive and they were buying vouchers, um, like for Mother's Day saying, Listen, can I get my wife a voucher so she can use it the other side of all this just to put a little bit of money into the into yeah. the local business? Um I've had offering of um, of our our regular clients saying, Listen, can we make you money now? Um for later. I mean, thankfully we are getting the grant um the government grant, so that is going to help mm-hmm. our landlord being very, very um, supportive of us as well. Oh, that's, great. Uh, so no, that's, that's good! Yeah, yeah, it is really good. um And like together in the beginning, when everybody was in such a like <gasps> predicament, um, and, and it was all new to everybody, and, and our girls that work in the salon with us were like, you know, whatever we can do, don't worry, we, we'll do this together. And it was just so lovely. Community spirit, all the way with everybody, I think, feeling everybody's love from everybody at the moment, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Vouchers are, are, are a good idea. That the, um, uh-huh. the I did see something about that um, supporting local businesses by buying vouchers for when things are better or yeah. ordering online or whatever. I mean, not, you're soon. Oh, can you do my nails online for me, please, darling? <laughs> you know, it doesn't quite work. <laughs> 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 that
3: was the thing at the beginning, putting
0: through the letterbox. That was what. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he <saw> those so <laughs> Um Carla, um, before you go, um, do, do you want to give a shout out to people that have been particularly supportive in, in your area? Um, anybody that you feel deserves a, a shout out on the show to say thank you?
1: I, I, well, the main people that I would just like to say thank you to is, is the, the community, really. The, the parents have been amazing. They've been really understanding. um, And um, even in the first couple of days when we were trying to organise the shutdown and I could see that people were stressed and irate, you know, they were they were very understanding. We tried to get information out there as quickly as possible as well. But also the Oak Meadow staff team, um, they've been incredible. They, you know, when I said to them, you don't have to do this. Um, I don't mind opening the school every day myself. They were like, whatever you want us to do, we're there. We're doing it. We're a team. And this isn't about one person. This is about us all. And then the children also have been brilliant because they've been working at home and they've been getting that the job done at home because they know that's what we expect of them. And, and to keep that little bit of routine and keep that little bit of learning going. So it's just the whole community, really. It's just been absolutely phenomenal and um i just feel very grateful actually to, to be a head teacher at the moment at O meadow
0: fantastic beautiful Brilliant. really beautiful well guys this has been a great um, opportunity for us to talk about um about education um, and uh, distance learning that like we've all learned today it's not homeschooling uh, it's, it's actually been really good well done julie for, for getting this together thank you
2: Bye
0: pleasure yeah it's been great uh guys make sure you you check out our website uh we are um we are www.theshoesbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk um it's lovingly made for us by our friends at web orchard and you can listen to our audio directly from that website uh thank you ladies for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure thank you yeah, thank, thank you. you very
1: much
0: thank you very much guys and peace out.